This August on Womanica, we're taking a trip through history to discover the stories of muses, women whose lives inspired work that's shaped our culture in small ways and large. Special thanks to this month's sponsor, Mercedes-Benz, whose own famous namesake was inspired by a young muse named Mercedes. Join us all month long for fascinating stories of women who are drivers of creativity, inspiration, and artistic expression. Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're talking about muses, women who were drivers of creativity and inspiration. Today, we're talking about the woman who rose to the top of French society as King Louis XV's mistress. Her influence in art, culture, and politics were felt throughout France, even after her death. Meet Madame de Pompadour. Madame de Pompadour was born Jeanne-Antoinette Poisson on December 29, 1721, in Paris. When she was still a young girl, a fortune teller predicted that someday she would become the mistress of a king. Her family took the prophecy seriously and educated her to mingle with royalty. When she was 19 years old, a family friend arranged for Jeanne-Antoinette to marry his nephew. He also sponsored her entrance into high society. She became popular at fashionable Parisian salons where she befriended intellectuals like Diderot and Voltaire. The latter was said to be impressed by how well-read the young woman was. In 1745, Jeanne Antoinette met the King of France at a costume ball at Versailles. She was dressed as a domino, and he was dressed as a plant. King Louis's favorite mistress had recently died and he was looking for a replacement. He was dazzled by Jeanne Antoinette's charms, and soon she was living in his palace. The king gave her the new title of Marquise de Pompadour, and her abandoned husband reportedly never spoke to her again. Madame de Pompadour quickly became a fixture in the king's court. She was especially good at providing entertainment and organized dinner parties and other festivities for the king. She also dabbled in singing and acting and starred in many operas, ballets, and plays at court. And then, of course, there was her beauty and style. The pompadour hairdo, which regained popularity in the 1950s, was modeled after her favorite style. And the marquee-cut diamond, elegant and almond-shaped, was reportedly modeled after the shape of her mouth. Madame de Pompadour also acted as the king's private secretary. Members of the court who needed favors or promotions from the king often needed to go through her to get what they wanted. Historians attribute Madame de Pompadour's successful rise in court to her respect towards Queen Marie. The queen already had nine children with the king and didn't want to continue a physical relationship, so she didn't mind Madame de Pompadour's presence at the palace. The queen is said to have remarked, if there must be a mistress, better her than any other. The king's children, on the other hand, didn't like his favorite mistress. By 1750, Madame de Pompadour ended her sexual relationship with Louis. Unusually, her importance in his life only grew more apparent after their romance was over. She had gained a great deal of freedom and wealth at court, and she used it to commission art from painters, sculptors, and craftsmen. 
She displayed their works in her rooms to promote French art and culture. She was influential in building new wings, pavilions, and summer houses at the royal palaces. She helped establish the famous porcelain factory at Sèvres. She even commissioned a gem carver to come to the palace and teach her how to carve little scenes into precious stones. Madame de Pompadour also used her influence in the political sphere, but her military involvement was largely unpopular. Historians partially credit her with orchestrating the alliances that led to France's involvement in the Seven Years' War. By the early 1760s, Madame de Pompadour's health declined, and the chronic migraines and lung problems she'd had for years grew worse. She died on April 15, 1764, at Versailles. The cause was said to be either tuberculosis or heart failure, though historians aren't quite sure. She was just 42 years old. After her death, Voltaire said, I mourn her out of gratitude. Born sincere, she loved the king for himself, She had righteousness in her soul and justice in her heart. All this is not to be met with every day. All month, we're highlighting muses. For more information, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.